All right. Welcome back. Welcome. 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 Hello. 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 <laughs> hey, y'all. It's your girls. We're back. Whoop, whoop. Back in full effect. Back in action. Um, it's September. So yes. we are three months from the new year. Thank you, Jesus. I am just hoping right now, if I'm like totally being transparent that, you know, this year has been super, super scary. It has also been a very nice come up for a lot of people. I would say, including myself, I've benefited from this year from COVID just from having more time to do stuff, making more money, um, multiple streams, certain things like that. So it hasn't, I don't want to say it's all been trash, but I can't wait to just put this year behind us, if I'm honest. And right now, my only prayer is that all my friends, all my family, and everything in between that I care about make it over to 2021. Like, that's my only goal. Like, this year has not been too crazy for me because personally, I have not, you know, lost much. I haven't lost my job. Thank you, Jesus. I have not lost um, a relative, friend. Thank you, Jesus. Like, I'm fully aware of my blessings. I feel like I've always been, but this year has really kind of just put things in perspective, I think, for a lot of people. Um, and I really didn't mean to start this out really heavy. I guess I just, you know, <laughs> I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, like, can we please just inch our way to January? Because I just feel like the more that I talk about it, I don't want to taint it. Because you know how the saying goes, um, when you say, um, what, what else could go wrong? You know, something goes wrong. So it's like, I'm just so aware of like the good, the bad and the indifferent. And I just hope we all make it over to 2021, but here we are September. It's what I got. <laughs> didn't mean, like I said, didn't mean to start us out that way, but. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm excited about September and October and mm -hmm. I had a pretty great year. Um, yeah you know, some tragic things have happened in the world, but that's life. And I'm still enjoying the year. I actually wish time would slow down a little bit. Um, it's just too damn fast for me personally, but, um, yeah, I'm enjoying it all. Um, yeah. So we haven't talked in a while. What is popping in the streets right now? So the most recent, I guess we can build our way up to that, but um, few events that have happened that's taken place. So shout out to Niecy Nash and her wife. She got married this month sometime, or at least she announced it this month. Um, so she was married prior. I think she has been married twice. And her second marriage was um, off the strength of Sherry Shepard, who I'm sure a lot of you all know from The View and other movies, Jamie Foxx, so forth and so forth. Um, and you know, it just took a turn, you know, it, the, the, I'm sorry, marriage, what, what about Sherry Shepard? Uh, you lost, they introduced, she introduced <laughs> Niecy Nash and her ex-husband together. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then from that, you know, Niecy what's Nash funny was, is I used to get them mixed up all the time. Did you really? That is so funny. To this day. I can see that. To this day. Well, I can see that because they're kind of like kindred spirits. Like I didn't they know they were cool, like, though. I had yeah, no idea they were they're best friends. And um, what's interesting is that let me let me actually back up. I'm not sure if 
actually, let me rewind. I'm not sure or I'm not very clear on how Niecy Nash met her ex-husband, but I know Sherry Shepard met her husband at Niecy Nash's party where it was kind of an interesting concept where Niecy Nash threw a party and it was bring your ex to the party and, you know, people date your ex or, you know, there's a whole bunch of singles, I guess was the point of it, but it was you bring an ex as your plus one. And if you're not attached to them, you shouldn't give a shit who they hook up with at the party. And Sherry Shepard met her ex-husband, their ex, everybody's got an ex-husband now. Um, but I say all that to say, Niecy Nash, she had, um, we know that she created a book or she um, had a book that was out and it was basically like, um, I don't want to get the book wrong, but it was something to the effect of like, when you argue with your spouse, argue with them naked, like how to save your marriage. You know, if you have an argument, do it while you're naked, right? This saves the marriage. It keeps the spice. Like you don't lose sight on what's important. You know, um, she put out this book, you know, I don't know if it went viral or not, whatever, but I just remember her doing all these interviews and I love Niecy Nash just in general as a personality. Like, I think she's just a good personality, So, um, to hear that her and her ex-husband got a divorce, I know that she bought him this really nice truck and all these things, they were supposed to be like this great couple and they got divorced. And I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, arguing naked didn't, I hate to do that. Cause when you put out something that's like pro don't do this, or this is how you do this to not end up here. And then you end up there. It's like, (laughs) you know, people will remind you, but you put a book out about how to save a marriage and you got a divorce, you know? So I don't want to be that person, but I just had to remind people kind of like where she was and where she is here. But yeah, it popped up child that she is now married to a woman and she seems happy and congratulations. It just was kind of (laughs) weird, but not weird that she's with a girl. I just, I guess I feel like you know, just the whole, it just, it was just a shock. It was a shock factor. Right. You know, did she have a reality show a little bit back with her family or am I tripping? It was like her whole family on a reality show. I want to say. You might be right. Actually, Yeah. I feel like her whole family was on some reality. Now that you say that, I think that they did have a reality show. Right. That's like the only time I remember her like being with like her husband and stuff. And I remember her kids. Yeah. They don't have any kids together, but I remember her kids being on there. They were grown. Yeah, her kids were like... They were... Yeah, they were grown. And again, I remember the infamous... I want to say it was an episode or maybe she was on Wendy Williams or something. And she was like, yeah, I got my man a truck and all these things and whatever, whatever. And she just really seemed like she took care of him. And um, when they got divorced, I just was like... And apparently was over like cheating or you know how they like to label it irreconcilable differences (laughs) um but yeah honey she is with a whole woman honey now and so it looks congratulations um, hmm (laughs) uh just uh from what i saw i'll just throw my two cents in uh she looked like they were in some sort of production or something i don't know her her wife is a rapper or singer. I, oh, I saw say, that. My friend sent me a post, and when I first saw it, I kind of thought it was 
I was like, maybe this is just like a music video or something. Cause it was, it looked like a music video. Cause I think they did it to her wife's song and it was like the I wedding so. and stuff. I think so. I think that does sound familiar. And it was, I mean, I don't know if you watched it, but they just, it was very weird chemistry between them. Like she didn't really want to kiss her. Oh, I didn't see that. No. Yeah. Watch how they were kissing each I other. I need to watch it. Interesting. Like, okay. Well, I don't know if this is like publicity. I mean, I don't put nothing past anyone at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. But I gotta say, Nisi, tag the doctor, okay? Because your <laughs> body looks amazing. Her body looks Yes, Nisi. Yes, child. And I'm just gonna throw it out there. I mean, Sherry's probably very happy with her body. I'm sure she is. She looks great as well. But she may want to holla at what's the name's doctor because her body looks good. Yes, Nisi looks. It looks great. natural, naturalish. I remember you sent me a picture not too long. It didn't feel like that long ago of Nisi Nash, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This bitch is snatched." Like, snatched. but I don't remember her ever just being totally out of shape. But no. you can tell that she, you know she's been yeah working out. Mm-hmm. Whether it's doctor working out, whatever she wants to say that it is, you can tell yeah. something has been changed other than a waist censure. You know what I mean? I'm gonna say it's more than working out. Okay. Yep. I'm no doctor. Gotta put that out there. But from the research I've done, you can't get that waist snatch like that with those proportions like that. Like <laughs> even if you are working out, even if you working out wearing waist trainers, unless you got like some lower ribs removed or something, it's just not happening. But she looks great. She does look toned and shape, all of that. She does but look really good. Yeah, those like she looks 60s are really hard to not be able to tell. Yeah, no, she looks really good. Um, so yeah, shout out to Nisi Nash and her nuptials with her wife. Um, we wish you all the best. Um, now, a story that did come across our table or our uh, uh, timeline... <laughs> Our table timeline off the off the desk no the timeline child was bishop pastor john gray oh god and his wife <laughs> i'm so tired of talking about this man seriously girl i couldn't even listen to the whole little speech you posted i could only listen to girl but it was only like 30 seconds that his speech was 30 seconds that i posted he really released one that was like three minutes all i could listen Um, to say abigail or whoever aventure (laughs) aventure (laughs) i have to apologize aventure i was like "Uh uh-uh next because i said this two years ago what are we doing here sir you was blaming your sins on the devil two years ago. You still blaming your sins on the devil. I'm done with you. I'm sure you need to be done too. You need to call on the Lord. <laughs> okay. And keep it moving. Cause this is ridiculous. Basically. Damn it. I got this damn shit stuck on my desk and it has discolored it. Um, I did have a nail polish remover. It sucks. Damn it. This is an expensive damn desk too. My husband gonna Girl. kill me. <laughs> um, So, all right. So Pastor John Gray, we have discussed him on a podcast or two, um, probably just a podcast, because I think the last time we discussed him, I can't remember the timeline, but it wasn't just that long ago where he had gotten caught up um, in a cheating scandal. 
and his wife, you know, he did this whole ordeal of apology publicly to his congregation and his wife and his wife stood up for him basically was like the <laughs> the woman who came forth, she's just the devil testing her husband and you know there was this whole thing and then he even bought her a Lamborghini. He bought his wife a Lamborghini and there was controversy around that because people were like, "Oh, you're using the church's money to um by apology gifts and you know it was just all these different things surrounding that right and let me just preface this with i before i knew anything about a john gray or scandals i really enjoy his word so i would consider myself someone who doesn't have to go to church every sunday to be fed but if i hear a good sermon like i love td jakes knock on wood i've never heard not a thing wrong or um scandal with td jakes and his family has a story like his daughter sarah jakes had a baby at 13 like they're not immune to real life right but i've never heard anything bad about td jakes and i also really love how he um preaches i just love his the way that he does that so when I was um, introduced to Pastor John Gray through, I think, Breakfast Club, or I don't even know, I think Latoya Luckett used him for their wedding and stuff. I was like, oh, let me YouTube some of his speeches. And I just really liked him. He was relatable. And then it just seemed like not that long after, you know, there was just this cloud over him. And I'm thinking like, wait a minute, I just got accustomed to this guy. Like he not saying that oh no not him but sh shit not him and yes <laughs> yes him <laughs> right him and so now here we are 2020 and i had seen a video to be brief um saw a video of i guess the side chick outed him via a facetime phone call that they had she recorded the conversation she recorded the facetime so you see that it's him talking to somebody and he's on there's a private jet behind him and he's like just come just don't pack a pack a bag we'll go shopping when we get there baby you know i want to see that thing you know that's what he said that thing that thing yeah all it just you know Damn, very Girl, he was just very scorned that whoever this girl was. And then Is that what old niggas say? <laughs> I cannot. I will not quote that, that, but it was thing. basically, I was basically <laughs> like that. It was basically like, come in your birthday suit if you can. We will go shopping Ooh. when we get there. And then what did he do to piss her off? Why is she fucking up a bag? She What's just probably wanted to, you know, again, we don't know people's motives. And that's what I'm saying about men in who they choose to engage with. One thing that I know is if I was caught up one time publicly, I'm not going to get caught up a second time if I choose to do that. If you get caught up a second time, Okay, now we're here at the third time with John Gray. I can't speak to the first time, but there was everybody in our comments, and then I saw some other things outside of social media or on social media that were like, no, this is his third time getting caught up. I thought it was his second. So he clearly just doesn't give a fuck, or he's just very sloppy in the way in which he goes about um, his moves. Because this time there was another FaceTime call that was released 
and it was probably the same girl, but this time he had his son or one of his kids in the back seat when he was FaceTiming this girl, this side chick. And he basically was like ragging on his wife, talking about how she doesn't cook and his kids have to eat pizza rolls. He was like, Hey, he was like, what is your mom? What do you eat? He was like, uh, he's talking to his son or daughter. He was like, what, what does your mom make you? What are you always eating? And they were like pizza rolls or whatever it was. <laughs> Basically like a meal that you just pop in the microwave. And I was How like, your kids? why would you get your kids involved in this? Like, girl, cause he ain't shit. Girl, uh-huh. I was like, what the fuck? Come, Come on, man. Said, long ago, that fool wasn't shit. Hopping on jets and shit but want to preach to a poor congregation get the hell out of here man please y'all better start using your spiritual eyes with these people okay (laughs) everything that glitter is not fucking gold for real for real seriously oh that part he's creepy he gotta go like i better not see him do not nam sermon prayer speech nothing stream live stream none of it the whole church need to walk out exactly <laughs> okay walk away walk <laughs> away okay so um so then we we're here now we see the apology publicly um to his wife and he just goes on and says i hope we can get back to the days where it's sunny and we can go for walks for ice cream honestly it was fucking embarrassing to listen to it was really embarrassing i was embarrassed for his wife because at this point you don't owe us the congregation the public anything (laughs) anything anything at all like at this point you need to be in therapy you need to be he needs like, to be a single man out here. Single. Sowing his need- royal oats, okay? In the name of whoever his God is. He got to go. He has to go. I'm tired of hearing his name. I'm tired. I told y'all years ago, this you man did. ain't it. Okay? You did. You but did. Why is he even- Pull up that episode. Popular? I just don't know why he's so popular. I just don't get it. I don't understand. So people, so after the second time, people were still like, oh, let's still just congregate and listen to Pastor uh, Gray. People were still like, let's listen to him because he's a good guy to listen to. After the second fucking time of him cheating, y'all still stood by this man? It's not even the cheating. It's just the the character, fake facade of everything. Okay? Don't serve me shit and call it fucking filet mignon. Okay? <laughs> I can't. I'm over it. With all these fucking fake public figures, not just the pastors and the preachers, you know, not all of them are fake, not saying that, but a lot of these yeah. public figures, as we've seen with the Will Smith, the Jada's the entanglements, all this shit is just not what it's cracked up to be. It's just not. And I think that we as people we look to these people as like these superhumans, like where they're just so beyond a mistake or they're so beyond not being perfect. And also I think that when you are famous, unfortunately there's people that are, unfortunately you do have a certain, um, 
I don't want to say reputation. What's the word I'm looking for? Responsibility maybe is the word that I'm looking for. Not necessarily to be perfect or anything like that. But if you know that you have sponsorships, you have people giving ties, you have advertisements, you have these, you know, you have things where people are giving you money based on your reputation, your brand, your whatever it is. You do have a certain something to withhold or to uphold. So again, that doesn't mean that you can't be perfect, but at the same time, why are the same mistakes being out outwardly like public? Like why are the same mistakes being created? Like if you know you're out here moving grimy, I don't know if you need to sign an NDA. I don't, and again, I'm not saying that Beyonce and Jay-Z are above reproach because we saw that whole elevator scene, but beyond that, we ain't seen shit. We literally, it's all been, he said, she said, Jay-Z got up outside, but it's all, we can't confirm nor deny. So again, I'm saying all this to say, like, we have to back off of people, but then also not only backing off of people, meaning like holding them, holding them in this light, like, oh my God, they're so perfect relationship goals. Oh my God. They're, you know, the people that are in these, in the spotlight, they should be taking things a lot more serious. Cause I, I have seen, I've heard a time or two where celebrities are like, oh, that's, I, I don't want it. I don't want that responsibility. That's not, that's, that's their responsibility to make sure that it's like, dude, come on. You wouldn't be where you are without our dollars the people who are, who have a vested interest in you. So either clean your shit up or continue to be messy and have us all be in your business and talk about it. And then you lose out on advertisements or whatever, but like, it's gotta be some kind of balance with all this shit because I miss, to be honest with you, I miss the days where it's back in the nineties or the early two thousands where we had to wait until the publicist came out and said some shit and it was in a magazine or on the news versus fucking social media where people can type a headline. Like, you know, like we're just in a whole new time era. And I just feel like you would think people would be moving a lot more carefully, I guess, especially if you've been in the spotlight for something crazy. One, definitely two times. So like, right. Especially like, when you are. Definitely two. Especially when you're supposed to be a spiritual leader. You know what I'm saying? Like, for Sure. For sure. That's one thing, you know, you for can't sure. be up in the pulpit preaching this, this shit every hope, week. hope, uh, hope and obedience and, and loyalty uh, and uh, yeah, commitment and vows Agreed. and who ordaining weddings and shit. We don't know what you've been doing. All right. But I'm just say it's hella risky when you leave it up to man, another man to facilitate your relationship with God or your creator or whoever. It's cool to to look at these people. It's cool to, you know, look at their speeches, be inspired by them. Okay. But don't leave it up to them solely to facilitate that relationship because you will be disappointed every time by man. Every fucking time. And I also think (laughs) that it's crazy too, because it's the churches seems to be like, and this is like a whole rabbit hole. I don't want to go down under, but I must say it. It's something about the church in particular where we protect these leaders that continuously are known to do things there. It's no secret that it's not even just Catholics about touching the little boys, but in, you know, um, 
Pentecostal, Baptist, Christian, whatever you want to call it, there have been um, situations where, you know, when it's the lockdown, right? There's the lockdown, some shit goes down. You'd be like, there's a reason why I, my son will never be in a lockdown um, overnight. And for those who don't know what a lockdown is, it's basically like a sleepover with the church kids and um, the deacons or like youth ministry. So the drummers and, you know, the choir directors and all those people, they all have a lock in and, um, you know, you sleep over, you have a good time, whatever. I have been to one and I can't remember it. Honestly, I was so young, but, um, you know, there's, there were stories that happened in my churches and um, it just sucks that these people were so protected. These leaders, whether it was a deacon, whether it was a pastor, whether it was a priest, and I just can't figure out why we tend to overlook certain things. Like that's just um, black people. Eddie Long. That is so. Yeah, it's got to be. That's just well, white people too with the Catholic Church. White people overlook the preacher, the priest touching the boys. I mean that. Yeah. That's still going on. And I still yeah. can't figure out just people. I got protect your own. I guess I don't know what that shit's about. Because even like what, what the fuck? stories of you know rape and incest and shit. You know you have your predator in your own fucking family, and they don't don't nobody even do shit. That's about true. It. No, they just you, let it. Listen, that's what I said. We can go down a whole rabbit hole of this, but mm-hmm. it is something to be said about if if I would say look internally, yeah. <laughs> and if you are one of these people that are like, oh, I know you're not wearing that to church, but at the same time, you're listening and you constantly support a pastor who is, you know, has multiple infidelity cases or whatever the rumors are, you know, constantly, Mm -hmm. then maybe you shouldn't do an internal check of self and figure out what it is within you that allows yourself to continue to support people like this because, and yet you still judge others for far less. Cause I've been a witness to that. Like, oh no, she did. You know, she got a. You know, she got two kids out of wedlock, and then, but over here, there's a whole thing going down with the secretary and you know the organist. It's just a mess. And the pastor, yeah. like, I just don't understand. I've never. So yeah, it's a people issue for sure. But yeah, John Gray, get your shit together. Um, I'm gonna need you to just go ahead and step on down from the pulpit. Just come on. X stage left for a second. Oh. Just, just till you get yourself together and figure out what you want. Um, because you, you're, you're messing up your family right now. It's a hot mess. Hot you're slipping, showing. Aventure. Aventure. Get your shit together for real. That's the one that needs to do something. I mean, why mm. should John Gray do anything? I mean, what's shit for what? <laughs> He's still gonna have the same life in a month into in a year y'all don't give this man no consequences why would he stop his fuck behavior why that's he true won't. he won't that's true so adventure i hope you enjoy your public apologies girl what's her name whitney adventure <laughs> no the correct say i've been calling her avatar but i was just like yeah. this man is so embarrassing girl it's so her. embarrassing <laughs> i was like oh my don't god i did not just ever ever i'm sorry i don't even want no damn public apology just don't speak my name just sir. don't even say nothing let this shit just go away you don't know me sir <laughs> okay formerly known as call me that 
Like, no, I'm done with you. I can see you being like, and I'd be like, Avatar? Who? Who? Like, who? No. <laughs> Sorry, not here. <laughs> no. No affiliation. <laughs> I made switch religion shit. Like, no. Leave me. <laughs> still. Okay? Like, <laughs> Avatar is better than me. Mm-mm. And she can, and she really can get out, start a whole new life, and Girl. be happy. She truly can be happy oh. with or without him. Um, you're not happy with them. You can't be unless you got a side piece. Uh, oh. You're happy with. I think in a lot of these situations, is you're happy with what what once was. You're happy with what once was, and like people who are together for years and years and years, they feel complacent and they fall in this bucket of you know history and I'm always saying like I know from experience like just because we have eight years that's all we got is eight years right that's that's all we got okay some Nina and Love Jones she said that's all we got is all these years that's it that's it that's That's all we got what that's all we got you know what I'm saying like fuck that and you debt you damn sure let me say this you damn sure don't want to waste your good years yeah you're good your good years oh girl man like but fucking around with me out here kicking it them good years but that's the problem these ladies think their good years are behind them so they can't leave you know what i'm saying right Y'all better right. build your self-esteem, okay? Because as long as you got breath in your body, those could be some good years, period. Right. Okay? Right. And happiness can make you look 100% better. And younger, okay? And younger, yep. Wrinkle-free. Wrinkle-free, yep. bitch. <laughs> yep, so, God bless you. All right. Them. Praying for them. <laughs> All right. So, next. our next segment, what would you say? I'm sorry. Did I just <laughs> say Next. Next. <laughs> next case like we over it (laughs) oh i don't want to see you back on my fucking podcast forum go in the corner gray john we are tired of putting you on our page okay it's at this point it's it's making us look bad okay yeah okay all right so tamar braxton Mm, 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 mm. (laughs) i just have to i just had to say the name all right. Yeah, I just had to stay the day. This is a huge breaking story. And I will actually let you lead this one. Lead us, lead us, the people on into this one, Whitney. Because we talked about this as well. I think we ended on our last podcast talking about Yeah, this. we went in. But we went in on the whole situation that happened. I think it was like a month or so ago where Tamar was, a, uh, apparently she had a suicide attempt at the uh, Ritz-Carlton hotel and she was with her fiance David and um there was like a a 911 call that had came out where David was crying and telling the 911 operator that you know Tamar was basically a slave to her employer and this is why she you know is depressed and it was odd it was weird and if y'all have not listened to our podcast where we talked about that please go listen to it because, please stop right now stop yeah, just stop podcast just pause it and then go okay. look and then- <laughs> because while the whole world was calling this man some type of hero savior we were saying he was suspect as hell whole time yeah something wasn't right something wasn't right okay the whole none of it was right okay so fast forward to today comes out that david has pressed a uh what do you call it 
a restraining order? He was taking out a restraining order, order against Tamar Braxton, alleging that she has domestically assaulted him. Now, this is just a month after the suicide attempt. Um, after that, we have Tamar coming out saying that David tried to kill her. Um, it's, it's just a fucking mess. Okay. On top of all this now, y'all, they were filming a reality show, their first reality show, them two together. It was supposed to air, I believe like not even a week before the suicide attempt because of Tamar's suicide attempt, the network stopped the release of that show. Now this is all looking very, very weird to me. The timeline, the, the disputes between them, the, everything. I don't know what's happening. It's just a mess. Not to mention why it looks even more fishier. And I was telling Whitney earlier in our sidebar conversations that we had and we have off air. Um, it almost feels like David, her boy, ex-boyfriend, um, is trying to beat Tamar to the punch, right? So imagine an abuser or someone who, you know, is just not good for you you know, you've put up with so much, so much, so much, and yet they still find a little bit of an opening to still make you look bad and still capitalize off of, you know, any and everything that they feel like they can to continue to be a victim in the situation. Now, I understand we feel like, Tam we know Tamar as, you know, a very blunt, outspoken, spoiled, um, you know, person, um, however, though, like, I can't say that Tamar's ever, the reputation has always been like, she's an aggressor, like meaning like an abuser per se. Mm -hmm. What we do know and what, well, at least what Tamar has shared with us in previous, um, interviews is that she's been in abusive relationships. So not only with Vince, Vincent, her last ex-husband but i think she was married before um vincent or she was with somebody who also was aggressively abusive towards her mm -hmm. so um before we start to like down her or figure out like you know um what's wrong with tamar you know there it's not, uh, psychologically it's not uncommon for people to continue to you know date some things that they're familiar with and unfortunately you know, I feel like Tamar is really trying to get herself together and really trying to dig deep and figure out some things for herself. And unfortunately, by her um, continuing to choose people that may look like somebody from her past or may not, this guy could have came off, you know, Prince Charming as she basically made him seem like to the world. I was really happy for the girl. I was like, oh, yes. I, knew I never, ever, ever felt good about him. Yeah. Like I'm just saying how she presented him to, you know, um, he her seemed very funny, like an actor yeah, All everything. and everything was a metaphor and everything. I never could understand poetic and everything was like, nigga, what are you trying to say? You know right. what I'm saying? Like if a man feels something, he's just going to say it. You're doing the most with all the storytelling and even Tamar's apparent suicide note that she had released, she was speaking of nothing but metaphors, just like he speaks. Mm -hmm. I'm saying Tamar yep. is a direct, no nonsense type of person. No nonsense. There's nothing to guess about. She's going to tell you who she's talking about, why she's talking about them and say, so what at the end, you know what I'm saying? Like that's Tamar. So this makes me believe just how I thought before that he had a lot of control over this. I don't think that she wrote that letter. I think he may have had control over this whole situation. It could have been a play. It could have been something they had 
um, stage. Not saying I'm not saying it isn't stage. I'm just saying it could have been something where she felt like she needed to get out of the production, and this was her only way to do it. Um, it could have been so many things. I don't right. know. It just seems like now it's a it's a control issue. It seems like he had more control over her. And then I think Tamar's friend hopped up in the shade room and commented. It was basically like David has been trying to um, take advantage of Tamar's wealth since they got together. And this is just, you know, the same shit. So who knows? He may be trying to sue her. You know, we don't know what. Matter of fact, let me read off what I um, posted in our um on our page i reposted what the hollywood unlocked um came through and posted and this is via tamar Mm -hmm. so um the headline where david allegedly or he did file a restraining order allegedly saying that tamar has been abusive well this was tamar's response in response to that on top of like whitney said her best one of her best friends or close friends coming out um speaking on her defense so this excerpt is from tamar and it says he said he was going to kill me we were on the way to treatment he said we were going to end up in a murder suicide i only grabbed him after he grabbed me hard that's his thumbprint. I never hit him. He hit me. I didn't do a police report because I wasn't trying to ruin his business. David just don't want to look bad on this wee TV show. He wants everyone to think I'm crazy. He's damn hungry. I don't know if he's meant damn, but he's damn hungry and thirsty. Malika picked me up from treatment. She is a witness. He I called am. the police after we left. And before I left, I tore the camera out of his 2013 Range Rover because I know how thirsty he is. All facts. He's a liar. I'm mad she's still being petty during this dramatic situation. And here is an image of the thumbprint that David allegedly left on her body. Was that an H? Am I looking at the letter H? That's the top, that's the logo for Hollywood Unlocked. But if you look at the the bruise, that is a thumbprint. So that had, he had to have pressed in on her skin. Bro, it looks like a cigarette burn. Substantially hard to leave that kind of mark. I bruise very easily. You can pretty much touch me and I'm going to bruise. Ridiculous. But. For him to have like grabbed her and leave a mark such as this on her arm. I don't even think that was a thumb. I mean, she said it was his thumb. Oh, okay. I'm um, it, I mean, but it could have been something else. But my point is, this is a in order for you to get a what looks like a quarter size, dime size, nickel size, whatever you want to call it, ended, <laughs> those are all different sizes. <laughs> forgive me <laughs> it's a substantial mark people thank you okay thank for you, those Lizzie. who are not watching us on youtube it's huge <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> no it's not funny y'all this is just crazy it's not it's not funny no but and the again, fact tamar wanted to drag him by having to say 2013 range rover child she had tamar's undefeated dog i don't care like that's the tamar i know she's not gonna talk in metaphors and say 
there's the devil energy around me. You know, she's going to say this bitch ass nigga with the 1995 Adidas on. <laughs> That's what Tamar's going to say. This is sick. It's just David mm-mm, never got good vibes around him. But what's even more disturbing is that for him to be abusive. And I've seen him recently with Tamar's child by himself. Tamar was not there. He was like, oh, we're giving mommy some time and this, that, and the third. That is just so disturbing to me that, like, you really just don't know these, you know, people you have your kids around. Like, that's what I was going to bring up was uh, the whole fact he just had taken her son Logan out for a day at the beach or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And with the caption that you just mentioned, and, you know, I'm not saying that men don't get abused and things like that, but, you know, if we really look at the details of the surrounding um, comments and just leading up to where we are now with this whole thing, things are not adding up, right? They're just not Mm -hmm. adding up and you don't have to look too far for you to make your own conclusion of it. Um, You know, Tamar has a lot to lose. David doesn't, you know? Um, he has a lot to gain, unfortunately. And, you know, based on his character, he doesn't give a damn how he feels like he should have it. And and that's, and unfortunately I hate that because I, I just, I just hate it from all angles. I hate it from all angles. Um, David never seemed quite right. And I could never put my finger on it. I was happy for Tamar. Don't get me wrong. If look, if she was singing this man's praises and she was truly 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 happy kudos but you know you always hate to see someone who um is always fighting for something and they they, you know and what seems to be a slice of heaven turns out to be fucking the devil as well so i pray for her i pray for her son um, and I hope that she's really, truly surrounded by those who truly love her and care about her. And I pray that she's getting all the help that she needs um, to make better decisions for not only herself, but her family. And, um, you know, David, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and your 2013 Range Rover. I cannot. Respectfully. Respectfully. Re- go respectfully. to hell. <laughs> okay i was like don't be trying to stunt because she first of all tamar probably been wanting to say something about that 2013 okay she's been biting her tongue for years the thing that's (laughs) fucked up let me tell you what's fucked up though this is what's fucked up let me just say what's fucked up about this um we always preach to like these women who are celebrities and who are doing it right. Like, you know what? Just date a regular guy. Just date the business guy. Like you don't have to get the athlete. You don't have to just get a business guy. But as soon as you get the business guy, make it a hundred thousand dollars a year. Apparently David has millions. They said David has millions. But what I'm saying is, is just even if he made a hundred thousand, which to us is like, that's cool. Like you make it like, that's not little money. Like you're able to make some decisions, especially if you're responsible with your money and you have investments and stuff. But the first thing you willing to do when shit goes south is remind that nigga you in a 2013 (laughs) Range Rover. (laughs) Petty as fuck i cannot with tamar <laughs> oh shit i'm cracking up he right be now. trying to hit you where it hurts 
hurt. So Girl, please. that's and that's where I identify with her really yeah. well. She's like, oh, you thought this was a victim moment for me? <laughs> oh, nigga, you what you say? Remember, you couldn't read. You told me you couldn't read. <laughs> right stop it i cannot i will never get over that girl ever. girl don't try Ooh. me tell me all your deepest dark secrets because i can't wait for the don't day cross that me it's like don't cross me period don't cross me period don't cross me don't 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 cross me dog so anyways um but yeah praying for all of those that are involved especially tamar and her son uh-uh. yeah man where's been i'm curious Herbert? to know what miss evelyn has to say she has been quiet honey girl the whole She's family been quiet. quiet everybody has been but you know vincent b herbert is probably gonna be ready to come and say he needs his kid or something he oh yeah girl you already know he don't want tamar to be happy like that not without oh, no. No, really, these days, these men don't want you to be. They can be moved on, (laughs) and yet they still want you to, you know, (laughs) give me, I can't, give me some water, give me some water, feed me. You know, they just want that power over you. Why is it like it's like they piss on you and you're their territory, no matter they can be fully happy and moved on, and yet they still want you to somehow feel for them. It's Sick. sick, sick 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 and that is not even a sign i wish i could say this is that sign this is that this is the male species okay damn near all of them damn near damn near damn near because a lot of us have the same goddamn stories right damn near girl but anyway so on to the next topic what else has been going on is that pretty much covers the girl, top headlines main shit popping on these streets um, not really y'all catching up on my shows um p valley yeah someone's excited because i got them on p valley after they talked big shit about it <laughs> yeah p valley on stars y'all really good show whole season just dropped and finished so also power book two ghosts caught that premiere last night how was it i heard mixed reviews I, people am- hated it or they loved it I'm pleasantly surprised. Honestly, I didn't think I would like the new characters as much as I do. For me, they make the whole show. The new family, the new characters. Um, Shout out to, God, I don't know his his name, the real actor's name, but this actor is so good. Um, He played Bobby Brown in the Bobby Brown story and stuff. Oh yeah, he is a good actor. Girl, he showed out. He showed out. He He about to bring the heat. He's giving me tommy ghost vibes like he's not playing no games on that show so him mary j blige them to me are really bringing the spice um tasha Tariq, i can't stand y'all i hate y'all tasha you're so fucking annoying i'm really pissed off like i just couldn't think it could get any worse like you know how people were already kind of pissed at Tariq and tasha you know by the first power series or whatever this second one in the first episode i hate them both Tasha more than Tariq, but still, I can't stand neither one of them, okay? Tasha more than Tariq? Yes. Tasha's just an idiot at this point. And I, you know I used to vouch for Tasha. I used That's to why I was like, Tasha. Whitney, because I couldn't stand Tasha. I, don't know know I was ready to then throw her to the... Girl, I don't know what they did to her character, okay? Okay. But the setup they have going on here, genius. I don't really... 
you know, 50 Cent is a genius. I got to give it to him. His Whatever he has going on here with the multiple storylines, they're going to run into each other. Um, this is going to set up the storyline with, go, uh, not Ghost, Tommy, for sure, for sure. So now because of what has transpired in this new series, Power Book 2, I definitely want to see uh, Tommy's spinoff that is probably going to be coming soon. After. I heard about that too, yeah. So pretty good. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I ain't got nothing else to watch really. So I'll be watching that big brother. You know, I still watch big brother girl. Is that still Um, on? on. If I hear big brother, the only person I think of, I don't think to watch it. I don't think to be entertained by it. I just think of Whitney (laughs) big brother equals Whitney. That's all I ever think about. That's That's my mom's show. They're having a whole racial revolution on there right now. So pretty intense. Um, what other shows am I watching? Still waiting for The Shy to come on. Hopefully soon. And um, I think that's it. Oh, no. The Shy's over. The Shy was good. It was okay. The season finale sucked. But that's whatever. I don't know if that's going to come back on. But uh, Snowfall. That's what we're all waiting for. Snowfall. We're all waiting for Snowfall. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got me on that show, too. Girl, Snowfall is so damn good. That's my number one such a good show me and my number one it'll be interesting to see how the next season is without john singleton too very interesting and they've already filmed more than majority of it apparently to the actors they were just like good covid has held up a few things but i think i'm thinking like january okay Mm -hmm. well before we head out i know um gotta say rest in peace to chadwick boseman oh yes Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever, man. That's so, ooh, it just hurt my soul to see that. I was actually in LA when I found this news out. Obviously, you were in LA because you live in LA, but apparently he died in in LA. He lived in LA, all that. LA, 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 LA. But I mean, it just hit, it hit harder, you know, I think. Um, It hit hard all over, but I just was like, and the crazy thing about his death was I, we all saw him getting like weaker and weaker, meaning like, sicker and sicker he was losing weight we didn't know why yeah. people had their i own. knew he was sick when i saw that well people had their own thoughts shit, I was like oh i mean it was so unfortunate because i heard people I saying tell. he had aids i heard people saying you know he was losing weight for a role there was people that were just yeah. everybody had their own synopsis you i see it in his eyes and how he was talking it was like he was so weak like but it was crazy because even as small as he was getting i never thought he was sick i thought and i can't say that i thought he was getting ready for a role either i just thought of him as someone who no he's not gonna he's not gonna die like i didn't think he was going to die but i definitely thought he was sick like that was my first thought i was like no like i just thought he was sick but then when nobody really mentioned that in the comments i was like oh maybe he's not sick you know but that was my first thought because he he looks almost like Slick Woods, who had been battling cancer for a while now, too. I think she's doing pretty well, thank God. Um, but it's yeah. just like that. It's not even just like how thin you are. It's like a frail right. spirit almost. Like you feel like you see how weak someone is. Kind of gaunt. It's like you're you're gauntly. Like, you know. It's like it's just a struggle just to speak, you know? so that man was so strong he looks first of all let me just say i had no idea he was 42 years old i thought that man was like 30 years old me too 29 shit i had no clue he looked great um he recently married his 
long-term girlfriend. I think they got married just like a few short weeks before he died or something mm-hmm. like that. So they did. that is romantically, tragically beautiful and God blessed her and you know, the whole family. Mm. Um, yeah. Marlon and I, my husband and I, we watched 21 Bridges last night. Great movie. Um, I want to say I saw it in the theaters, but I can't remember. But I want to say when I was watching it, I was like, I've seen this because I know, I knew how the ending was going to end mm-hmm. and I just can't remember who I saw it with. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so good. 21 Bridges. So if you haven't seen it, it's his, mm-hmm. it's one of his latest movies that came out this year. Okay. Um, yeah. Very, very good movie. It's on Amazon. Um, it's free if you have Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to see that um, Jackie Robinson movie, 42. I did too. I, I did too. I want to see that one that. and I want to see um, the James Brown one. I hadn't seen. He's just, and when I was watching him last so night, sad. I was just like, God, he had so much. Like, he reminded me of like a younger Denzel. Yeah. Yeah. He was at his peak, but you know what? He's a true inspiration to like, he really just blew up in the last two, three years, like, you know, really blew up to, like, superstar status, so he was in his late 30s, early 40s. He had so much more work to do. Blowing up. He had a lot of work to do, but thank God he made it to that level where the whole world knew him before he left, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he really left his mark. That's amazing. That's all we could hope to do before we leave here. Exactly, and Lupita, um, about to read her quote, um, because I just thought it was so powerful. Let's see. It says she, because I was, I've been waiting on her to come out and say something, if I'm honest. Um, but she said, actually, this was what his wife had said, I guess, at the funeral. Um, but Lupita just found it so profound. And I also did too. It says, take your time, but don't waste your time. right? So like, take your time, but don't waste it. So basically be intentional with how I interpret it was, you know, truly it spoke about Chadwick. Uh, I mean, is that his name? Chadwick Boseman? Oh shit. Lord Jesus, it's late. Um, Chad, is this his name? Chadwick Boseman, right? Okay. Lord Jesus. Um, be intentional with every moment. Be intentional with every moment that you are given on earth, period. Um, you know, be aware of time. Be present with your time. Do as much as you can with your time. Mm-hmm. Um, take your time, but just don't waste it, you know? Um, and I think that that just really kind of sums up everything about Bozeman was that, you know, to your point, Whitney, he kind of peaked he was at his peak. He did a lot of things. And it wasn't even, I think, the amount of things as much as the quality of things that he did that impacted everyone. Yeah. Um, so in, in the short amount of time that he had to do it in. Um, and that's another thing that was crazy was like when he died, it was like, you know, he had been battling with um, colon cancer for four years. And it was like, all these movies came out within the four years. What do you, like, you mean to tell me this bro was suffering, like suffering, like with these, with this news while he was smashing all these shows, interviews, movies, 
appearances. I saw him doing appearances with people in the hospital with cancer, and here he is battling cancer. Like, yeah. oh, it just breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but God mm-hmm. rest his soul. I'm glad we got a chance to know him. I'm glad we got a chance to really honor his work mm-hmm. and to know what his work did for the culture and for everyone else beyond that and it'll it'll be here for the test of time it'll be here for the test of time and the thing I also hate is that you know you don't get too many actors like that there's a lot of great actors in this world but there are some people that are just special you know there's some people that are just special and yeah I mean yeah actor or not he was just a good dude like he I can just tell he was a really good guy um I haven't seen all his work you know uh, what he did play in I loved him in but every time he spoke I believed him and that's rare in this business so you know besides the talent he was just a good guy like he he Mm -hmm. seemed genuine he seemed really cool genuine and forthcoming and intelligent and it's just goes to show like he went to work every day dealt with his co-workers his colleagues everything and nobody knew you know what I'm saying he only sh- shared it with a few close people so it's like when you go about your day-to-day life mm-hmm. treat people right dog just be good to people like you don't know what people are going through treat people how you want to be treated honestly the world's so fucked up now I know no one gives a fuck about no one but themselves usually but shit like this, where like the world stops because we lose somebody who somebody thought we'd never lose. It's like you use those moments to kind of like reflect and be like, well, damn, what if somebody I know was him? You know what I'm saying? Or what if I'm him? like, I don't know. It's just like treat people better. I feel like be more appreciative of the people in your life because you just don't know. And also to your point, let's assume people have shit going on. Like, why is it that we have to care? when we know what's going on, like assume, give people grace, you know, because at the end of the day, you don't know what X person's got going on, you know, and it's, it's this notion that we, you know, once I find out someone has cancer, oh my God, I didn't know. Oh my God, I feel so bad. And instead of giving people just grace, because I know why I have such a good experience when I go to, um, uh, the Ritz Carlton or Chick-fil-A or anything. They don't give a damn who I am. They don't give a damn what I've gone through there. It's not like they're asking me what's going on. They just provide really great service. And I think if we take that internally into our relationships and we just are more empathetic to what people are going through and almost assume people are going through something, not something death threatening or life, I'm sorry, life threatening or something like that, but just giving people grace because at the end of the day, we don't fucking people like I'm we don't know what people are going through. We don't know what people are going through. And I feel like there's this sense of entitlement for us as humans to be like, don't be a fucking asshole. Like, don't be an asshole. Exactly. Don't be an asshole. Treat people how you want to be treated. That's it. And that's fucking all like treat people how they want to be treated. Because if you yeah. walk around not giving a fuck about yourself, how much are you really going to care about the next bitch? You're exactly. Not. You're not. So treat people how you want to be treated because if you treat if you pandering to motherfuckers just to make them happy, but you really don't give a damn about yourself, you're going to be out here one of these snake in the grass bitches who will do some grimy shit on the low because you were faking everything the whole time. Like care about yourself and care about other people. 
Like, I agree with everything you're saying. And I also yeah. want to say that it's very commendable that everybody in his team, that this did not leak out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That shows loyalty. I don't even know what to call that. Yeah. But that was beyond anything that I've ever think I've seen witnessed in my 33 years on life where, you know, someone as big as him, that's his illness had never leaked from nobody. Even as we were literally watching him dwindle before our eyes and had our own judgments against it, nobody leaked that information. I mean, the closest people that worked with him were like, oh my God, like they didn't know. Right. So Mm -hmm. God bless them. Rest in peace. Yeah. Wakanda forever. Yep. That's it tonight, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in with us. Make sure you follow us. We have some good things coming, some surprises coming on the way. Melanie Podcast on Instagram. I'm excited. Um, Keep checking for us. I know we um, took a break. I don't even know what to call that, but just keep, give us grace. Be what's, be, you know, all we of call our it fans. normal, actually. <laughs> yeah. And also shout out, we're over 30,000 fo- followers right now. So shout out to all of you all that continue to rock with us. Thank you. Um, so that speaks volumes mm, mm, as mm, to mm. who we are and what we're doing and what our message is about. How do we even um, get there? I don't even know how we got the 30K. It's ridiculous. Girl. Just put on. There the is going to be a. There's going to be an e-manual coming out. On there's going to be a lot of shit coming out, y'all. Stay tuned. Okay? Yeah, stay tuned. Stay if you tuned want to grow the following, exactly. We have all good y'all. things coming um, soon. Um, another giveaway will be announced. If you've rocked with us, you know we've done um, a few different giveaways. Last giveaway, I think we gave away a hundred dollars, didn't we? to luck to to two people yeah um, so that was sure fun following us y'all don't miss that out. was really fun yeah Definitely and make also sure make sure you us. advertise continue to advertise with us we constantly giving out different specials all the time so inbox us if you have a business or you know you want to get in front of a nice following um we we will um you know we'll take care of you so yeah support black owned businesses small businesses especially um and thank all you day. for continuing to rock with us so yeah until next time until next time bye y'all bye